1: Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I had to show this disclaimer one more time to let y'all know that this is going to get real serious and get real personal. Welcome. I'm your host, Donella Monte Morris. I'm here with, once again, Miss Anita Joe, aka Teach, and then also another special guest. Y'all remember him from uh, the last interview I had, Beast Johnson. I'd like to welcome each and every one of you. Show. Thanks Amen. for having us on
0: the show. All
1: right. So, we all know this past week well yeah past week it's been hectic it's been crazy i've never seen protests craziness all over, not even in this country but all over the world and i thought i would take it upon myself even though we jumped into it last week i think we should jump into it even more this week and i picked y'all Chose y'all to, uh, help me out with this and give y'all insight and give y'all view, but I'm going to tell you this morning what happened to me today. So when I shared this, when I sent out the trailer to everybody, you know, I, I sent it out to all the other groups that I follow. One person, I, I don't know who, who this person was. He put under the comments and he said, yeah, cause yeah. Let's talk about more looting or something like that. I mean, let me see if I can find that comment real quick. Let me see. And this one I just woke I mean, up first thing in the morning. I mean, I just woke up to this. All right, here we go. Here, here's the comment he left. He said, yes, because looting stores helps everyone. And y'all know when it comes to your craft, you you get very protective over it. And I always said on my show that whatever you say or whatever you do, when you put yourself out there on jump street, you deserve as much the roses as the rocks being thrown at you. I live by that yeah, creed. Yeah. I, I live by it. So I messaged him back and I said the following. And you're and and you being an asshole, why don't you watch today's show? Um, watch today besides hiding behind your privilege. I mean your post. hashtag nice try. So that was my response to him. So this is right there. Yeah, I mean, this right here, this message really puts in perspective how out of touch majority of America is. And I wanna start off with that fact. So Cheech, I'm gonna go ahead and um, throw the ball to you. What is your opening um, comments on what you seen happen these past couple of days
0: well I really um, I, I am George um, Floyd protesters I am not George Floyd's looters and what I'm saying is this it seems like outside agitators, Uh, Specifically, the Boogaloo Boys, the Proud Boys, and the Antifa group. Mm -hmm. Those three are the ones that have been getting arrested um, in various cities. I know in my hometown, um, that's where these names surfaced, that they came in and began to deface property and do the looting. And one thing that I have said, I don't believe that the black people are um, starting the looting. Now they, they're gonna, they will join in, but these outside groups are coming in taking advantage of the protesting that's going on. And I believe it was on your program that we saw the young lady where in Minnesota, where she said she was there, and she felt a whole range of emotions, and Mm -hmm. then she felt the energy shift. And when the energy shifted, then there's the chainsaws and all type of weapons and so forth and so on. And I even came across two different posts where, one, um, this vehicle filled with Caucasian people, they were going around... Um, spotting groups of black people and attempting to give them bricks so they can begin to use them to destroy property. Okay. Um, I asked the question, why would someone make it their business to supply items that can cause damage? Okay. That to me, it is definitely undermining the whole purpose of the protest. Then the second thing that I seen, um, it was highly advertised that they were putting padlets of bricks in certain hot spots in certain cities. So if you come and protest, wow, wow, you have access to something to do damage. Okay. So when I see this, I see this as an unnatural instigated occurrence. And it's unfortunate because, and we can take this back to the civil rights movement, where the civil rights movement uh, basically was nonviolent, but it was direct action, okay? And since the civil rights movement Many groups, the Native Americans, the gay and lesbian groups, and other groups have used the model that became the model for protest and nonviolence. And they saw that model become successful in terms of creating change in our government and our governmental laws out of the civil rights movement 1964 you had lyndon b johnson sign the uh, civil rights act that basically stated that the united states government would no longer practice discrimination against minorities and religion creed and so forth and so on you can look that up okay so basically on the heels of the civil rights movement it is seen to be um, the way to protest in America to get action. Now, what I find is that whenever there was, quote unquote, a nonviolent protest, violence was always present. They were always being attacked. But if you know, from my training, that they were trained to resist reacting. So these protests, they're spontaneous. Um, in some places, they're highly organized; in other places, they're loosely organized. And so, there's a script to follow. That if you participate in what you would call a non-violence um, protest, okay, it takes one commitment. Because when somebody's beating you over your head, your natural, God-given, humane response is to strike back. But under the civil rights um, nonviolent protests, they went through training to steal that emotion, to steal that idea notion that I'm going to fight back. Because they had an agenda. And that agenda was to show that I raise not my hand, but you constantly raise yours. It was designed to show who was bringing forth the violence. And this is how, this is why the current protesting is failing because one, they're not practicing the model and everybody that's in the protest, they're fired up and they're ready but then you have the, and secondly, you have the outside agitators that's coming in, that's provoking the violence. Mm-hmm. And with the looting, I've seen police officers, several shots of police officers looting themselves. They didn't even take the time to take their uniform off to appear as Joe blow citizen. Yeah, They're in uniform, probably was still on duty and they're taking idols to their personal vehicles mm. so what i see is pandemonium it is a free-for-all we are in a state of lawlessness where anybody and everyone that wants to participate get a new coat um i've heard of situations where people have gotten flatbed trucks and gone to the john deere and just put loaded up tractors on their flatbed trucks. People have stolen mm. cars, high-end vehicles. So you look at um, what are they looting, okay? We know the average, um, you know, appliance store, Target, Walmart, the grocery stores. But when you start looting John Deere tractors and lawnmowers yeah.
2: and then regime and like the cars? yeah,
0: and Lexus okay mm-hmm. you're talking about a whole different level <laughs> and i would say that the average quote-unquote african-american uh protester is not looting tractors i would say oh, they're God. not looting um these high-end um i mean i've even heard about washing machine and dryers i mean they're just taking anything and everything that's available that can be taken
1: not so, trying to cut you off um, too just, uh, Not trying to cut you off, but welcome out to the show. How you doing, Brag? Hey, how's everybody doing today?
0: Fine, how are you? It's good to see you.
1: So, Brag, this is uh, Beast Johnson. Beast Johnson, this is Bragg. I actually served with this uh, man, so a lot of respect right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. So, um, but yeah, go ahead, continue, Cheech.
0: Well, I was just wrapping it up to say that... It has spun down into pandemonium. It's a free for all because right now they know that they can get away with whatever they um, can get away with on a flatbed truck in the back of their car or whatever have you. And it's really um, bad because it has tainted the whole purpose of the protest. But in the end, I do believe with the various mayors and the various governors of different states that they will begin to have the conversation on diversity and how to move their community forward.
2: Gotcha.
0: Um, it's unfortunate, but I believe that's the casualty of war. And you remember last week, I talked about there are wars and rumor of wars. And right. this is a rumor of a war because it's not actually declared, but you are, the battle lines have been drawn. Right. And these are the casualties.
1: Right. So your Johnson, um, what's your take? You're starting arguments. Um,
3: I agree with her as far as the lawlessness. I won't necessarily say we're at the pand, you know, the pandemonium. I feel we're at we're at the beginning of is the loss of emotional impulse control. Like, because everyone, everyone, not everyone, is committed to the loop. And they're smart, and smart enough to have enough, have enough kids to know that the police are out there. And the only way that they can do any looting, if they're out there to truly do looting, is to loot around the, around the areas where protests are being done. Like, for example, in Greensboro, the first night for curfew, they had a pro- nonviolent. Of course, the police had to come because their purpose, their purpose out there was for the loop and what they were trying to get this is to understand, understand is a you, you. we're here for you we you know we under we're fucked up yes and we and we agree completely but due to the nature i'm in right now I'm in right now it's for you to be you to be out here and in the midst of the local news going live and seeing them putting pretty, pretty much the police play red completely lined up in unit and in, in unity walking street, slowly, slowly forcing them out the city, but not, but not making any acts of like aggression toward them. Just letting them have to leave, leave as, as it's going on. Some, some, somebody, and you can hear it. They, they loot in such and such store. And it
1: just,
3: is this lack, like the emotional response? Everything is just so, just on wanting to say, "I'm mad." I feel some kind of way.
2: I don't really care
3: <laughs> at what happens after the fact. I don't really the th- if there's a change. I'm just mad. I want people want people to know I'm mad because if enough people are mad, then maybe gonna happen. Gonna happen. No, that that logic is irrational, right? What made the civil movement so, so successful was everything was steeped in in logic. Take your emotions out of this. That was part of the condition you had. You allow allowed that they were going to do to you do to you to hit those emotions because if it hit those emotions, it's going to respond.
1: Right. Gotcha.
3: Don't have that teaching them, teaching them that type of building that. They're trying to make what we we what we grew up you knowing and learning in learning in in the history books of getting out there showing a united front, but they they never really took the time to educate themselves on like she said the process and the actual or, or that is needed needed to success, successfully do that. They just go off what they see they see on TV and movies and what little they actually learned in school or was allowed to learn in school. And true. taking all that, they're trying to do that. They're trying to take that type of feel, feel but it's all steeped in the most. There's no lies, no true ration behind it, behind it. Gotcha. And everyone else knows this, so they're taking
1: advantage of it. Gotcha. So, um, Bragg, even though you're late to the party, but you're here at the party. So, um, we yeah. basically just doing like opening arguments. Yeah. So, um, See, what is right Yeah, so what is your take on of all the craziness you've seen from the past few days?
4: Well, my first take is the um, like I said, people are emotional. However, we have to have self-discipline. We cannot allow the narrative to change. We cannot allow anyone to tell us or to change the narrative from George Floyd or Arbery or whoever the case may be. Everybody always wants to say, uh, well, what about Chicago or what about, uh, what about this? Or what about that? You know, we, we can't worry about that right now. The fight is concerning George Floyd. So we have to keep the narrative on that subject and don't allow people on social media, CNN, uh, other podcasts or whatever the case may be, they always want to try to change the narrative to make it like we are the reason why things are happening to us. Um, so, you know, my my intro is going to be just short and sweet, you know, plainly, just uh, self-discipline, keep the narrative on and the focus on where it needs to be. Don't let the others change the narrative. Yeah.
1: And I, I just like how everybody had that different, approaches to what we're about to get into so for anybody who's watching mainly the ones that are don't look like me we encourage you to watch this hear from us we also to hear from you as well but but majority hear our story not even our story hear our struggle not even our struggles we live in this country just like you it's a difference between saying we understand that racism is going on But there's another thing, if you actually go out there and do something to invoke that change. Just Just being my friend is not going to cut it. Actually being there and using your privilege like with the protests, when you have a lot of people, a whole lot of white people in front, which I've never seen before, in front of all the protesters, in front of the police officers, that's right there. That is actually using your privilege. That's beautiful. Know, yeah, and I know a lot of everybody do not agree with where there's no such thing as white privilege. Oh, it is. It is white privilege out there. I mean, let's let's be real. And my boy, um, listen, just wrote in. He said you have to remember. I know y'all can see the comment as well. So, as
3: I mean, I he's telling. I agree, I agree with him, but um, this is also a country full of. of Multitude of different things and, and and upbringings, hmm. and you know, we're the we're the melting pot America is known for, is known for, right? We we are the we are the, glo- the global buffet. You get a little bit of everything here, right? <laughs> if you can't find it in, find it in the if you can't find it in America, it don't exist nowhere else. I'm pre- pretty much gonna tell you, yeah. if it exists some, exists somewhere else. Eventually, in it Mexico, it right.
1: So, so th- there is
3: true to true to, but you, you, we as a people, well, I had a, we we have to admit, we have to own up to. You know, mm-hmm. so go ahead, teach. We can't, okay. we cannot. Um,
0: I had a curious interaction with the Facebook friend. Um, she texted me this very long text message, which was a copy from her Facebook friend. And oh <laughs> <laughs> so she she wanted to know she wanted to know my take on what her friend um, intimated to her. And I'll give you the short version. Uh, my friend is African American. Her friend is Caucasian, and they went to high school together. And I think I think she said they've been out of school maybe twenty years or so, or maybe twenty five years. But anyway, when they were in high school. Because she thought um, the Caucasian lady was her friend, she expressed to her the concern she had as an African-American over police brutality killings. And at that time, her Caucasian friend dismissed her because she just couldn't imagine racism and it wasn't real. And she, you know, so she just dismissed it. So now that we're in um, in the throes of uh, all this emotion behind um, George um, Floyd's death, um, her white friend comes back to her and say, "Hey, you know, some 25 years ago, I couldn't understand you because it was not my reality, and I didn't and she actually told her that she did not believe her." Mm on the issue of uh, racial discrimination and uh, police brutality killings. And so now she's writing this long litany of how, you know, she wants her to forgive her and that she's trying to work and be a better friend and um, she wants to know from her what can she do to help the situation. And her response to me was she said I just think she feels guilty and I said yeah it sounds like she feels guilty and it sounds like you were that one african-american friend that did not make her quote-unquote a racist and I said if you you know want to suggest anything to her is that if she really want to make a change that she herself has to change and she's now a mother so she has to make the change within herself recognize how she got where she got where she came from her parents so she should start with her parents because we're talking about the root cause of racism and the root cause of color blindedness okay so Um, And then, well, the Caucasian friend told her that she'll just start with her children just to teach her children how to better interact with um, the next generation coming up. And I said, "Mm, that is one step, but it's not necessary. I mean, but it's, it's a way off because it starts with her. What position does she hold in life? Is right. she a manager? Is she in a position to make power choices over African Americans or not? Um, you know, it starts with her. So I read through it that she was passing the buck. I, I'm going to teach my kids to be a way that I'm not, or a way that I'm not going to change to. And you know that children practice what they see in their parents not so much as what their parents say but what their parents, parents do. do So that just brought um, brought it to light how some people who have you know black friends may feel some type of empathy or sympathy or may feel guilty because their family or people they know actively have negative, ideas towards african americans
1: right so so great great points there um teach so now we're going to get into the main course of this so when we hear different views everybody you know sitting back and listening and all that stuff with me the interviewer always come out when i hear somebody on the opposing side i always want to put myself in somebody else's shoes Or just go on the other side of the track and see why they think that way. But the most saddest thing going through all this is when I see people that look like myself, that look like you, say the things like, you know, going back to what Bragg was saying, is making this all about the looting and rioting. And it's coming from people that look like us. And it's so disheartening. So the other day one of my uh facebook friends who happens to be white posted this video I only saw just a snippet of it and i'm like you know what i'm gonna save it for the show and um Beast Johnson, i don't know if you're not too familiar well you're not too familiar this is your first time on the show with um other guests so we do a dissection of a video where we watch it and if we hear bs or have us something to say, we will press pause and you just speak on it. Oh, let me go find my cards since we playing bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so we're about to go ahead and get started. And then also I want the people that's also watching the show, you can participate too as well. So it's not just only just the host. it's also y'all. Remember, this show is not just about our views. I'm not going to say opinions, views. Hmm. So I'm gonna put this out here and down again onto the video because I'm rambling along just a little bit. On this show, there's no such thing as opinions. These are our statements. Opinions is if this is just just me, Teach, Bragg, and Johnson. If it was just us, nobody else, and we're saying how we feel, yes, that's our opinion. But since we're telling this to y'all and it's being broadcast out there to all of Facebook and also on YouTube. We can't take it back. No, I'm going to tell you, whatever comes from this show, whatever comes from me, I'm standing on it. And I and I believe I'm talking through everybody here that's on this show. I'm standing on my statement. They're going to stand on theirs. Mm-hmm. So there's no opinions here. You're going to get it. When, when they say um, it, I keep forgetting that saying, straight no chaser. So you're not going to get it on CNN. You ain't going to get it with Fox Straight News. no chaser. You're gonna get with CNN you're gonna get with Fox News, you're definitely gonna get with MSNBC. Try to come close to Roller Mark. mark's getting real. So I'm kind of there, but you will get it straight out. But see, this is why we have a forum so we can better understand the situation. So let's go ahead and get to this video. And to let y'all know once again, this is our first time seeing this video. So here we go.
5: Yeah right now just absolutely crazy i'm gonna wait for some people to come on facebook send out those notifications because we need to talk america we need order in this country this is just crazy what is going on i'm still waiting for people to come on everybody come on in everybody come on in everybody come on in come on in everybody how y'all doing i really want to know What is going on in this country? Seriously, seriously, people are tearing down their own cities. And these politicians are allowing it to happen. And these democratic ran cities, these democratic politicians are allowing people to burn down cities. How does that make any sense? and let me tell y'all something here okay george floyd did not deserve to die he didn't deserve to die he didn't and i believe those officers should be locked up okay but this is what i don't under i'm, I'm
1: gonna go ahead and do my i'm gonna do my first stop y'all I'm gonna do my first stop. <laughs> doing my first okay. stop. Like,
3: okay go go <laughs> go my- no, no, I, look i wanted to stop him a lot earlier but it was just to pick on him I was waiting for him to say something. So I'm glad you stopped from.
1: <laughs> so my first stop is this. I don't expect people that look like me to have the same political views that like I do. But one thing that kills me, I don't think he's a... Well, I'm going to give him the conservative view, viewpoint. I just love when they start oh. with the argument, they always say democratically run and it's down to the ground but let's be politically correct. I mean, literally politically correct. There were Democrats that taken over from these Republicans. If we want to be clear, one. And number two, what do a political party got to do with any, anyway, democratically run? Did he see, did he even see, Um, what's her name? Um, The one mayor in Atlanta, as she got on everybody to say take your ass home? Yeah. I, I bottoms. Um, yeah. I, I guess you yeah. didn't see. That was, that that
3: was anyway. that was
1: my yeah. Or um, <laughs> or like, or did he saw what the Minnesota governor said? I'm not governor, uh um, Minnesota mayor of that um town said. I mean, it's it's funny how black conservatives just jump on the band train of like, oh, it's Democrats, it's Democrats. But let's be clear. There was a president by the name of Nixon who signed in the bill on the war on drugs, and then there was another president that y'all hail as the greatest president I've ever lived. I don't know what nightmare you came from waking up saying that. Ronald Reagan, who re oh. that, and then also on and so forth, on and so forth. That's why the yeah, community
4: can, is can as they are.
1: Yeah, go ahead. First off,
3: um, not to sound racist or self hating, mm. but I have an issue. I'll be very, very plain with this. Hey, you we might can't hear now. you. You might come on, be down.
2: Come on. There you
1: go. There you go. There you go. You there you go. Oh. Say something. Say something? We, we still can't hear you. Sorry, ladies I'm going through some technical difficulties right now. Um, da, da, da. Any, anybody want to have anything at while he's um working, working it
4: out? Well, you know, he, he, talking about uh, Democrat, you know, ran cities, you know that that talking that just sounds so much like forty-five. Forty-five is pushing his point that you know and trying to score votes. That is all. Democrat land cities and cities uh, and states, mm-hmm. and so that's that's why that's all I hear when he says that. You know, he's the talking point from forty five. Point from
3: forty five. Yeah, I hear something yeah. deeper. I the the point I was gonna make uh, earlier was I I have he reminds me of those people that always say, well, Lincoln was a Republican and he freed the slaves. First and foremost, that was a political ploy it was a bluff. They got called and Lincoln was real enough of a man to like, he called my bluff. What you going to do? I'm a freedom slave. I ain't going to look like a fool You yes. call my bluff. So I'm a do it.
0: Maneuver. <laughs>
3: it, was. Yeah. It, was. Yeah. it really was. So for, for, for y'all, to, y'all to praise him and black people that are Republicans off of that mentality is like, that random cousin of that ex-girlfriend or ex you had in high school that's like they want to be cool with you. It's like <laughs> every time they see you, they want to speak. It's like, I don't want to know you, but you used to mess with such and such back in 10th grade. Nigga, I don't even talk to them no more. Right. <laughs> when last time you talked to them, oh man, we don't even speak no more. Then why are you talking to me? Yeah, like that's the that's the feeling I get when I hear him talking like that is it's 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 a bewildering form of ignorance right
1: well i'm well
0: i just want to say say, um to what he has said so far is that he doesn't understand that we are in a war and he is siding with property he has love for property and can't understand why people are destroying property but if you understand the simple concept of war and the casualties of war, you would never make those statements.
1: Yeah, no. I, I think being the um, people like him, uh, they're just comfortable with saying things. You know, they, they just it's easy for them to say things like that, basically in a form of comfort. So let's go ahead and continue because this this ride is going to get a little bit rocky. Little, little
5: more rocky mm-hmm. I'm to another why shot for this are people one. rioting mm-hmm. why are people burning down the city when most of the country believes that George Floyd did not deserve to die President Trump instructed the FBI to investigate so why are people oh. burning down oh. the city oh here we go
3: he called it oh. here we go. I'm caught. this is coonery. I'm just calling it what it is. This is flat out good old roots coonery. Mm. That is the most ignorant statement. Someone unjustly died for the umpteenth time publicly with multiple vantage points and video recording. And And you actually formulated, or as I like to say, you really fixed your face to say those words with passion and conviction I can hear the vigor, Like he really believes what he's saying right yeah. now yeah he does <laughs> trust me he probably does and as angry as I want to be I'm just overwhelmed with sadness hearing this from him cause once again not to be racist but can't no nigga with a nose that big and a forehead that big <laughs> have the right to say something that's stupid. (laughs) Cause you, cause 'cause, let's keep it real. When the shit jump off and they really start going for colors, you're gonna be when the first one shot like, oh no, why? Look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. I'm
0: gonna say something. (laughs) When I hear a black man speak as he's speaking, not having heard his whole speech, but the first thing comes to my mind he sleeps white
3: mm. oh i like that term
1: sleeps white i like that i'm gonna tell you
0: he
2: sleeps
1: white she mm. hey, that's more where that came from you think teachers only getting started i'm just letting y'all know anything like, you want to add like
3: <laughs> you might need to copy that copyright that one right there
4: yeah. <laughs> sounds like the he other does. person we heard the videos from officer tatum but Go ahead and the video. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. mm-hmm.
5: George Floyd's uh 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 the officers that that killed him or whatever that are being charged for for his murder they have been arrested so why are people burning down a city this is what I don't understand they are burning down stuff as if nothing is being done something is being Pause. done so why are you Pause. burning
3: I'm calling it. The boy boy just said he had five aces. He just said he had five aces. I got to call it. (laughs) Just looking at him, I'm gauging late 20s to early 30s. So I give him at best 33. I'm 36. (laughs) To get real plain and southern. How many niggas you done seen on TV die for no damn reason? How many white folk, white cops you done seen get arrested, go to trial, either get convicted, and we have to put quotations, convicted or acquitted, and then you wonder why people just finally said, fuck it? And we have a generation now that is desensitized by violence. They don't really have an understanding of their past. They're just more concerned with their future. But they got that same energy that came from their ancestors. Look, we're not not standing up for this shit. The new generation is like, look, I'm not my mama. I'm not my granddaddy. I will fucking punch you in the
4: face uh when when and did you make it, doing when did this video, video come out
1: um, I believe um this post was actually from yesterday I would say probably
4: during the first days of the riots I, I would give it that okay because his, his 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 you know everybody wasn't arrested initially you know it was like some, exactly. the, the the other three officers was just arrested you know I believe today. Or, you know, yeah, the charges came the out thing. today, so, you know, I, I don't know where he's getting his information from, but people was angry for a long time because nothing was, I am not saying they wasn't investigating, but there definitely wasn't no arrest made initially. No. Until the riots started to happen. I want to say the exactly. riots. Until
1: the protests started to happen. And that's the one thing. See, it goes back to what T's been preaching on this show ever since I have her on. It's the knee jerk reaction. And this right here is the perfect and prime example a knee jerk reaction to where he just going off like, oh my gosh, you burning up a target. And I didn't want to get too deep until we got a little bit more into the show, but I'm going to have to let, you know, I got to let a little bit out now. I came to the realization when everybody says all these small businesses and, you know, these businesses, mainly small businesses are getting vandalized and all that stuff. Look, I'm sorry to sound like a capitalist. There's a thing called insurance. some target Fica. right <laughs> Target's going to be okay. Walmart's going to be okay. McDonald's if I, I, I ain't heard McDonald's got vandalized, but I'm saying all these places that got vandalized that are chains or got millions of dollars or, or billions of make billions of dollars every year are going to be okay. These small businesses, y'all going to be okay. You're not gonna go into business without putting in an insurance claim. I'm sorry. I may sound cruel, but I'm sorry.
4: Oh no no no!
1: Yeah, I mean, you put in insurance when anything happens. Unless you got garbage ass insurance, that's on you. It mm-hmm. is wrong. I tell that, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, it is wrong that you have this happen to you. It is wrong True. that people came and vandalized and destroy everything. Yes, it's going to hurt a little bit. I won't say a little bit. It's going to hurt a lot. But remember, oh, snap. I put in insurance. Now I could probably get that spot that I always wanted. Or now I got the money to rebuild and start all over again. But then you should know the risk that you're going to have to get into when you have things like this happen. You got natural disasters. You got... Like here, you got protests, you got people that will go in and try to break in anyway. What makes you think? Just because what makes you think, like months of being in business, none of it happened that you think it would never happen to you. You have to put that in the back of your mind. You have to. And I'm like I said, I can feel a little sorry for them having this happen to you, but you're in business. You have the insurance claim, just put it in. Oh yeah, what are you about to add add on to teach?
0: I was gonna say um, two things. One, if I could read his mind, it's like you black people are making me the other black person look bad. (laughs) That's what he's coming to. That's yeah. what I feel like he's coming I to not watching, I, I you know, get the same vibe. But the second thing that I wanted to say about the businesses is this. If their business got caught up in the riots for looting and it was destroyed, we don't know what kind of business owner that person was. Whether Thank he you. was part of the problem or not part of the problem. But right. either way, if that mm-hmm. person had a conscience Knowing, not taking it personally, but taking the lesson of his business being burned down once he got that insurance money, he could make a change. Say, well, you know what? I'm going to be more friendly to blacks. I'm actually going to hire a few blacks. See, so even though it's a negative or what's perceived as a negative thing can have a very positive outlook. Because like I'm saying, it's a casualty of war. And after war, you have to rebuild. When you begin to rebuild, you take on a frame of mind of how you want to go forward. So it's a necessary evil. It's a necessary evil for everybody in that community. Because it was not just the police officers. They were highlighted because they're taking lies. But what about that shop that called you names when you went in to purchase something? What about Mm -hmm. the one that denied you service? So then we don't know the backstory on each one of these individual small businesses. And even the major change, change, what were their employees like? Were they friendly Mm -hmm. to the African-American community? Or did they put security guards to watch them from the time they walked in the store to the time they walked out? Mm -hmm. So by these businesses getting hit, it's going to cause them to think going forward. Either they say, I'm not going to rebuild in that area, and I'm going you know, to stay the way that I am.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or if I come back into this area, I'm going to have a more diverse, um, diverse policy. Right. I'm myself going to be more friendly to my community because this community is feeding me, so I'm going to be a positive part of this change. All right. So it's a different way to look at it
1: so also which lead me to this too what did these businesses how did they contribute to the community that's another thing that should go through your mind too what did they put on there other than a place to go and a job people don't want right, to talk I feel about like their
3: corresponds with what she yeah. uh, what yeah. said. I feel yeah. like that your point is parallels exactly with what what she says
1: right. it's, it's
3: like you know, it, it, it's more of a local part more of a local mentality on it
1: I mean, right. no,
3: at, how, how those individual owners and employees.
1: It's like what? At, what have at, you done? It. Right? What have uh, you done? <laughs> what have hey, you I done? Saw,
4: yeah. I saw a, a, a black business owner who was on there. Uh, he, I guess he had a distillery. I forget if he was in Minneapolis or whatnot, but he had a distillery, and you know, he was like, most they tore up my place, and I guess they didn't realize that I was black. Well along with what you all are saying, it don't matter if you're black or white. As a business owner, if you are silent about the issues that's going on in the community, exactly. then you are damn near complicit. You and have to be able to speak problem. out on the issues, whether you are black, white, yellow, or green. And, and, and I, if, if, if your community even, uh... know that you are uh, speaking out and that you are active, uh, doing the right thing for your community, they'll know, hey, let's not hit that place. Or we go, uh, I right, no. Such and such is a good business owner, he helps us, he speaks out. They're not gonna hit you, right? But right. you know, so it don't matter who are the business owners, it's all about what are you doing for your community,
1: yeah? What have you done for uh, me lately? Because I've been seeing all these. Um, I remember agree. the LA riots with after the Rodney King um verdict? everybody been posting up that video of that brother coming out, they said, You you destroy my business. I'm black. I got a black-owned business, and you destroyed it. And I'm like, why are y'all using that as an example? Why are y'all using that? Because the man is black, and it goes back to what Bragg was saying. and goes back to what Teach was saying, the point that I was alluding to. What have you done, sir? Because you could have been the most rudest person. You could have just only, let's say, let rich people come up in there and eat. Why that one Not little kid true. probably would have walked on up in there after he finished playing. You tell him, oh, Get get your get your little narrow tail on out here and all that. So yeah. Get on out.
4: Get. They don't got comfortable. They're, they're yeah. comfortable and mm-hmm. they riches so they don't want to speak out because they're comfortable. We, mm-hmm. I'm good now. I done made it. Forget whoever exactly. ain't ready. So they they not gonna speak right. out and say nothing. Right.
3: Now what y'all was know, speaking on? Y'all reminded me um, It's true.
4: So true. Because um,
0: when karma comes around, I, I it's gonna it, pay it, you, you like that. Yeah.
4: But
0: you don't know how it's gonna pay you.
4: Mm-hmm go
3: ahead uh, i'm saying um well uh, no fine uh everything that y'all was saying reminded me of, of a moment that i i personally had dealing with racism and it was with another uh, another uh, asian uh korean Hello. owner of a little shop by the bus or whatever but okay. he don't really take the blacks
2: I'm okay. but one day I'm i came okay.
3: in and i asked him you know hey are you cool are you, are you Korean. And he's like, how'd you figure? Well, I explained. I'm, I'm big okay. in the Asian Asian culture, Japanese or whatever. So I know you're not Japanese and I know all Asians are offended by that. So I'm not going to say that. But I was listening to the music in the background. I could tell it was Mandarin. I could tell by looking at you, you're most likely not Chinese, but maybe Korean. So I took a guess. I, you know, by me conversing with him and just like Talking to him after that, after that, his whole demeanor towards all blacks that entered this store completely changed. Mm. Before that, he was, uh, he was the ones you speak about, very abrasive, get in, get out, not up for conversation. But after me, pretty much letting him know that, hey, you'd be surprised who know about your culture and who really know the difference. Yep. So don't assume. Mm-hmm. He was more willing and more and more involved with things. And when the hat and one of the rioters happened, that area was completely left alone. Right. Nobody even bothered going over to that area where his store was located.
1: And see, just doing little simple things like that can go a long way. So let's go back to this right. uh this guy, Fivehead. I mean, um, um this guy. <laughs>
5: this stuff down and then these same fools claim that black lives matter if black lives matter why in the hell are you burning down your own community this is what i don't understand y'all why would you ruin the lives of other black people because george floyd died
1: I'm sorry. I got to use my stop. I got to use my stop right here. He please, went into please. what I had going on my, on my heart
4: please this
1: whole week. So let me go ahead and get into it. When I hear that, that's another cop-out. It's our community. It's our, why are you destroying your community? And I said this on past shows. What makes it our community? What, because there's a lot of black people that live there?
3: No. I uh-huh. I'll tell, I tell you exactly what the make it is. The 40 acres in the mule that, that we were promised after uh, after slavery, those 40 acres are actually the dimensions of most project government housing developments. The <clears> actual span of most projects is 40 acres, where primarily blacks live. So they gave us 40 acres it's the project as communities that we're forced to live in.
1: Yeah. And, and, and I just get all messed up when they say your community, I said, what, what makes our my, our community? Exactly. And that, that definitely don't make it right. And so this is why I say we don't have the political power. We don't have the freaking like money sources. We don't have the businesses up in that community to even say, hey, we're stopping gentrification or go into another community and being like, hey, we're going to buy this up. So for people to say ours, when when I say something is mine, it just doesn't mean that's in my possession that it's mine. No, it's I bought it, it's paid for, I don't have to ask nobody but to me on what right. I want to do with it. Right. And when I hear that, when I'm like, why are you destroying your own communities? You hear from pundits on CNN all the time, on Fox news all the time, including this guy right here. So for anybody who's watching, just because you see a group of black people living in this number of black people in this one community, that's not make it our community. We happen to live there, which once again, goes back to what she's been teaching me. See, T's, I remember all the things you taught me. It's us not living, but survival. Exactly. Every so day,
4: every day,
1: even with me being in the military, I know the deal. It's all about us surviving because that it could be that one day, that one mm-hmm. day. It could be it. could be It could be life or death. And just because you see a whole group of black people living in this community does not make it our community. I'm, I'm like this. You know why it's not our community? Because if it was our community, none of our people would be dying on our streets. The cops would not be harassing us. First of all, we would have our own police department, remember Black Wall Street? And then we would have politicians. We will have our own politicians that will only look out for the interests of that community and for the benefit of that community. Homegrown politicians actually from the neighborhood and would defend it, or even rent politicians. Look, I just gave our secret to y'all, but that's the issue. I, I, it just sickens me when I each and every time I hear, Oh, it's our community, but I don't have a say so in what I want to do. I don't have a say so in my community, yeah. I mean, like, how can I have a say so if I, let's say, if I want to start build my own business building over here but i had to go through all this paperwork and all this stuff that's that's not my community i should have the right to go over there anytime i want to because i put as much in this community as everyone else with my businesses and with my money and all that stuff so he lost that one but anybody else got anything to add before we continue on with this craziness
3: saying it's my community it's our community is like being a kid in your mama house saying telling your mama get out my room (laughs) yes you can't do so much you can't do so much to put a post up in there without risking at least a verbal lashing if not a physical one Mm -hmm. it better be some scotch tape to easily remove off
1: right Anybody else have anything to add? No. All right,
3: let's go no, ahead. No, let's continue with the foolery. Gotcha. It
5: don't make any I'm sense at me. all. <laughs> Why would you burn down black businesses and then say Black Lives Matter when you just took a black person out of a job? Burning down Target doesn't have anything to do with the death of George Floyd target did not kill george floyd okay target did not shoot george floyd target did not choke george floyd
3: this message was endorsed by target
5: why did you burn down walmart (laughs) Hmm? why did you burn down walmart why would you burn down uh mcdonald's huh a burger did not kill george floyd this Is what but I don't they, want to think. Satan
3: machine don't TV's never work
5: has nothing to do with the death of George Floyd because people who really won't change they be the change. People who won't change they don't break into Target and steal TVs, flat screen TVs, 4K TVs. People who really won't change they don't run in Walmart and steal clothes and burn it down. These people don't want change. These people want a bunch of free shit. Hold up, who, who, who's these
3: people? <laughs> Thank you. Hey, see, you called it too. You called it too. We, we,
1: we, there. Yeah. So, so, um, teach. Who, who are these people? That sounds very um, racist. I, like too, I like said,
0: you like mean? I said in the beginning of the show, these people are the Boogaloo Boys, the <laughs> Proud Boys, and the anti. Five groups. These are the outside agitators that started all of this looting. Mm-hmm. That started the, the rioting. That
3: started the target looting. Okay, so
0: looting versus um, protesting. It is these outside agitators that started the looting. They have their own agenda that want to bring us to a race war. That wants to bring us to a civil war. They all have their own individual Agendas and these people are serious, so they're gonna ride and immerse themselves in the midst of our pain to create a camouflage that um black people are just burning down their own businesses. Because what I've heard is that they marked all the black businesses or many of the black businesses and they're still standing. I mean, now then I heard or I seen where it was one of these boogaloo boys. Um, one of these offshoot groups that came in and started burning down the black businesses okay mm. so he needs to watch mm-hmm. a few more videos and listen to a few more things he's just he just sleeps white and he feels that he's he's black he's blacker or he right. he's black white and you all are black black and so you black black people are making me black white person look bad it's all about him. He doesn't understand the casualties of war. He doesn't understand the cat, um, the catalyst that bring about a change. These things bring about a change. Mm.
4: Anything to add, Brank? Um, no, so you hit the nail on the head with that one. So we can roll on.
1: Uh, I, I was still trying to figure out these people. Me and me and Bichard had that same mind frame. Like, yo, what do you mean by these people? And then saying free shit. I mean, oh, oh, okay, all right. I mean, Target's going to be
3: okay. Born
4: transracial.
1: Yeah, and that's what this <laughs> boy like. like, it wasn't
3: just he, black He, he don't in. see black clear. He don't see black when he look in the mirror. Like, if if you want to give him a term, he's Uncle Ruckus. When he <laughs> look in the mirror, he see a forty two year old white man with fading. A with fading dirty blonde here named Jonathan. He got a fight and and the the score of eight oh five.
0: I believe the more he talk, I believe he has a white boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Go ahead. Let's
5: keep it you know going. I'll well,
3: take a shot. And that's I'm why i take a shot for them right there,
5: Stealing. <laughs> and that's why mm. they are burning up stuff. These people want chaos and they want free stuff. It just don't make sense at all. They acting like nobody cared about George Floyd. Everybody, I have not met one person. I have not met one person who sided with those police officers. I have not met one white person. Oh. I have not.
1: Yeah, you, you saw twitching this on my head, right? I yeah, I'm gonna let you go and on that, Johnson. I, my head was twitching. No. All right, look.
3: Most of what he said is just, like, complete buffoonery. Uh, it, to dissect his words, I feel like, is an activity and counterproductiveness. <laughs> like, just enjoy this show. Like, like listening to him talk is like watching a cult classic that you know it's a trashy B movie. You know this movie ain't shit, and that's the beauty of it. You go in knowing. <laughs> You're going to hear some mess. And that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm enjoying it right now. Because right now, what I'm seeing is the gay boy in church that's trying to defend the fact that he's straight, even though he refused to bring a girlfriend to church. I am delivered. I done told y'all. That was just a moment in college. I was drunk at a frat house. (laughs) <laughs> but God has delivered me. Like, we know you love. He's lying. mad we because you. he didn't get one of those TV. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I'm mad too, shoot. Shoot. I heard they look, they were still in 70 inches and they said the crackhead had them for $30. I'm mad I ain't run across that crackhead. But you don't <laughs> hit me on
2: Facebook Live
3: whining and talking about some you ignorant niggas out here. Y'all just want
4: to loot for no reason. I'm mad. Yes, I, I, I'm mad that he's so go. narrow-minded. Yeah. You know, yeah, we man. know that it wasn't just black people out here looting. You know, there's plenty it's, of video and more live, more. live streaming of all races out there. So, for him to, you know, yeah. point the finger at his own people is just crazy.
1: Yeah, because I would get ready to say, I like he has not, was not looking at any of the videos. He was not looking at and even CNN. Showing these he right. This is the point he refuses to realize that as
3: a whole, a hundred percent, ninety-seven percent of us as black people, no matter your degree from a hundred percent to one percent, you know in your heart if you got any true Negro features on you, that certain activities in certain environments during certain times may well get you shot. So why would you put yourself out there? You have more white people doing it and black people that did it, did it after they seen at least five or six white people go in and out the store with some shit. Then they was like, well, shoot, I'm about to get me some. Mm-hmm. There they you winning, go, exactly. They CP
0: time. exactly. Like, if you
3: yeah. like the like, just said right there. Two white girls started looting jewelry in, in Madison. What you think a black person That's gonna right. do if I see two little two little blonde hair or a petite little white girls running there and steal at least seven thousand dollars worth of jewelry? shoo, I'm about to run in and get at least four real quick. <laughs>
0: well, they got they so, got I'm, all this stuff. Only yeah, thing left is the cubic zirconia.
1: Because that, <laughs> if you go look, back and look them, at that them, look Target here. video, look here,
0: they, the store was cleaned good, out by the time the black folks got there.
1: Yeah, that's what they were saying. Oh, oh, saying. They were saying they were recording. They say when they were up in, there, they recorded, like, "Yo, look at all the stuff." And by the time they walked in, they recorded. That's when the police officers started to arrest them. They're like, "Yo, no." We just recorded. And then we we were, just got here. They, they <laughs> and, they, oh and they're the ones that get arrested, which is crazy to me. <laughs> so this also proves that not only he's narrow-minded, he's misguided. He obviously don't watch oh, the news. Yeah. Even oh, freaking Fox News is. even showing this stuff. If you watch Fox News, I mean, they even oh, they showing the news. Yeah. They even showing this stuff, even if they don't want to have it. And I mean, you know, it, it, yeah, it, they have
3: no other choice, they ain't got right. no other footage of more than three niggas looting.
1: Right. And, <laughs> and it is just crazy to me that this dude is misinformed. But going back to that one person, let's say this one person is oblivious saying that hey, I, I support what's going on, I support this rioting and all that stuff that has no education on why there's rioting, why there's looting will listen to him and make them second guess themselves. Like uh, maybe he is right. And then on the other hand, the people that agree with the police fully agree with the police would be like, Hey, see, see, you're not like, I won't say, I won't say it like this. Let me, let me say it in a way that's not offending. Say it like, you know what? You make sense you you the only one that will say something like that you and you would say the same thing that was coming out of my head but i was I was't expect you to say something like that those are the type of people that will watch this and they will be like you know what he got a point he knows what he's saying for the one that's miseducated on what's going on to the ones that saying that you said it and you making me feel comfortable you the man brother you the man y'all know what I'm talking about
3: now, I'm going to have to pull a card on that one just, just for the simple fact that from a strategic political standpoint, you got more videos, especially during the protest of actual, not just like random officers, but high-ranking officials out there in the middle of the streets, like telling these folks straight up, we here with you. hmm Like, you on that nobody that here... Like, nobody here is gonna draw a weapon on you. Nobody here is to do anything violent to you. We're here in support of you. We're here to make sure nothing don't jump off with y'all. And, as long as, and if y'all gonna be here, then we good. As long as y'all don't do no looting, y'all good. That's basically what the cops are telling them, but we in support of y'all. What happened, like I said earlier, what happened was fucked up. Yeah. That you have cops on camera publicly stating that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and those videos are more trending than any other video or any other misinformation that would be out there. So for those who are misinformed, there's no way that you didn't randomly come across this video, right, and on and any one of your timelines,
1: right. And then also you got soldiers out there. The National Guard they actually put down their shields and they kneeled with the protesters mm-hmm. and they marched with the protesters. There. So. With us saying these things, we also gonna state the obvious too as well. Seeing these chiefs, I, I was shocked to see the chief, the sh- and the sheriffs out there sitting there saying, like, we know what they're doing is wrong. We're here to do a job, we're here to protect you as the protesters, as they should. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh what's it? The, the not only just freedom of speech, you got the right to protest. And the officers, mm-hmm. that's their yeah. duty the to, right to assembly. Right. And <laughs> they have and the officer, their duty to protect those protesters. It's their job and it's their duty, as well as the National Guard. The National Guard is not there just to freaking just beat up somebody just because they're not doing something wrong or put bullets up their ass. No, they are there to keep the peace. And if protecting the protests is the way of keeping the peace, that's what they're supposed to do. That's what they're yeah. supposed to. And so it shouldn't even have to go bad. through. Yeah, it should not have to go over any lines on anything like that. So let's get back to more of this before, because this guy is just,
3: yeah. Let's figure I like this pose right here. Just go there and fit. Just. <laughs>
5: I met one black person that's not oh, those this. officers, okay? <laughs> but one thing that people need to know is that not every officer is a bad guy, okay? You have good cops and you have bad cops. People, listen to me, okay? You have good cops and you have bad cops. The oh. same way you have good people and bad
1: people. Oh Got
5: you. One cop, pause,
3: please. Pause, please, pause. Hmm. This boy is a walking sound bite.
0: <laughs> right. He has no original thoughts. <laughs> thank you. No, Thank you. No original thank, thank,
3: thank you for those that did not figure out quickly what I said. Thank you, teach. <laughs> Ain't nothing this boy said I have not heard or seen on some special episode of a sitcom.
1: <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring you I'm bringing. I'm bringing. Brag up into it. no different than the uh, fox news uh contributors that be up on there right like oh my god all lives matter
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah all this passion
1: yeah all
3: this passion and conviction and no substance whatsoever none
4: none i mean i think
0: he could be reading from a teleprompter i mean it's just he has so all that, this that passion and
3: conviction. A, he could be a powerful. He could be a powerful preacher. He could be one. If he powerful, could think, powerful. if
0: I only had a brain, if I only had <laughs> <Yeah>. a brain. <laughs>
1: yeah. But tell you all the yeah. truth. Yeah, go ahead, teach.
0: But um, l- l- let's roll the tape because we stop on every sentence <laughs> and we'll never get yeah. through <laughs> this. What
3: keeps saying, yeah. stupid
4: stuff. It's yeah. not yeah. our fault. He just keeps saying stuff.
3: It's like. Quit telling everybody you got five of everything. It's not even right. a it's possible.
1: Right. And and I and I got five diamonds. Right. I, I like I like mm. Bragg's reaction because it he's just looking like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> is it this it's get, it's gonna get a little bit better, just just a little bit. Ugh. but yeah, I'm just gonna spoil alert, it's not gonna get no better. And this is our first time <laughs> like watching you. this.
3: You still oh, got hope wow. for that boy. And he got six that.
5: million to right? um, Put Jesus. his knee on the neck of that man. Mm. There is no sense to attack other officers who had nothing to do with the death of George Floyd, okay? It just don't make sense. Why would you want to harm and hurt an officer who had nothing to do with George Floyd's death? Just because one officer did it does not mean every officer should suffer for the actions of an individual officer. So let me break it down to you, okay? Because some people don't really understand, okay? If a black person kills somebody, you don't go out and and protest against every black person because that one black person killed somebody. So you don't go out and try to harm every black person in America. You don't do that because i should not be held accountable for someone else's actions so by y'all burning down the police stations it's just ridiculous and this is what i don't understand here are we really living in a country
3: before before he get to that point another sound bite and I'm going to have to take the fish the rest of this shot for, for this. <laughs> but um, there's a difference between random acts of violence, the random loss of life, and then the random loss of life unjustly. There have been not as many, unfortunately, but there have been many notable white or non-black unjust deaths throughout the annals of history, throughout the last 30 years that have made public and global attention. And within that time, There have been just as many black on black, white on white, Pakistan on Pakistan, insert your race versus that race. Mm. So it's not even worth calling you redundant to make that statement. It's just pure ignorance. It's not even blissful ignorance. Mm. That's not even a worthy cop out.
1: I, I'm, uh, is you know how like people just go on a ramble because they think they sound good. They just love to hear what they, you know, hear themselves talk. Mm-hmm. This is your example right here, ladies and gentlemen. That one person where you trying to have like, if you're having a debate and you try to get your point across, but he got to keep going. He or she got to keep going and going and going because they think they sound so good. And he just getting amped up. Now, I guarantee you all the comments that he was getting during this live stream were people like, say it. Hey, no, you speaking nothing but the truth. I wish it was more of you. I, I wish it was more people like you that be talking like that.
4: Mm. And I guarantee and just, his comments was disabled. Mm. No, nah, he 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 get amped up on them comments. Just like, you know, you'll hear people who talk like him uh, say, uh, well he he he's a he's a good black man because he's agreeing with their narrative.
3: <laughs> that's a that's a husband comment right there i like that okay, it's true. i thank the rioters. too my wife made me sell my goods now she want one thank
2: you <laughs> i
1: mean it's just it's just crazy you know you know you got that one friend that one cousin even sometimes that one damn uncle, the black sheep of the family, just just go on the ramble, and then people just amp them up because they know more crazy Free stuff. More crazy well, shoot, stuff. In my family, they, they drunk and they they
3: they wonderful to be around. They don't say, they say ignorant stuff, but nothing oh, to that good. that level.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody oh, trying right. to get their. Uh, um, was that buttermilk biscuits and all that stuff? It's but yeah, let's, so let's continue being entertained because I know everybody's just, are just sitting back. Well, people
5: can get away with burning down a police station, these ghetto thugs burned down a mm-hmm. police station
4: <laughs>
5: and nobody Bell went bite. to jail. Nobody went to jail. What world are we living in? where you can burn down a police station, where you
3: can... Quick note for anyone watching, and I'm going to go back and find this. I want you to send this to my messenger because I'm going to play a drinking game with my friends where you <laughs> got to take a shot every time this nigga say a soundbite. If he say some shit that sound like it was on CNN or Fox News, you got to take a shot. I, I promise you, you'll be drunk before a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well but everybody continue. Yeah, but everybody <laughs> used stop. Only one person had not used their stop. Well actually uh T she haven't used one and Brad hasn't used one yet. So but yeah, this yeah, this is be at yeah. this point Yeah. <laughs> he says stupid stuff. Point, man. I'm waiting
3: I for him to him say something. <laughs> he hasn't said exactly. anything.
0: I'm waiting for him to say something.
1: It, it's just, a just continuous, stuff. Like, yeah it's just a continuous rambling i mean he just loved to hear himself talk i mean i, I guess i mean you got 6.8 million views i mean but then they again what i'm thinking this boy
3: talking stupid <laughs> that's what they think that's why he got six he got six million views of people like me like this boy is stupid yeah man come here listen to this boy over here <laughs> let's go
1: ahead and continue
5: you can threaten the lives of innocent officers Don't forget, people, police officers are human, too, okay? They are human. They have families. They have children. So don't try to harm an innocent officer because one officer made a mistake. It's sad that I even have to explain this foolishness right now. It's sad that we even have to talk about this. They are burning down the city of Atlanta right now, people. Atlanta, we all know Atlanta, Georgia is full of black people. They have 50% of the businesses in Atlanta are owned by black people. So why are black people burning down those businesses? That is not Black Lives Matter. And I want people to understand what it means when you burn down target and Walmart, those black people that live in the community work at target, you stupid ass people, excuse my language. I hope y'all don't have any kids watching this video. Those people working at Target and Walmart. The people that work there live in your community. Those black people work there. And you took their job away when you burned it down. Now there's a black mother out there that don't have any money to feed her child now because you dummies burned her job down.
1: Stop. I'm... I'm gonna have... I'm gonna I'm, 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 I'm have to use... I think I use, I think I use three. So... I don't care. <laughs> so, he's basically, saying, my head. <laughs> he's, he's basically saying that, whoa, it's Target. You killed my job. Oh, it's Walmart. You just took away their job. Have y'all? Maybe it's just me. But do Walmart has a, a real bad track record when it comes to paying their employees and also pension and health benefits. Please, please somebody correct me if I'm wrong.
3: No, you're wrong. You're not wrong. And um, to my knowledge, last I checked, because I'm essential, I have two jobs and both my jobs require me to still work through this pandemic. But last time I checked, people who were drawing unemployment were drawing upwards of $1,200 a week for upwards of two months straight, which is uh, honestly way more than what I'm bringing home, busting my ass every day at work. Mm -hmm. So um, if you burn down my job and force me to go on unemployment, which is paying upwards, right? Base government giving you 600 on top of whatever your job would actually pay you. I'm mad. No. <laughs> yeah.
4: Well, yeah. I knew, knew what, what he's doing, is what doing. I, in the initial part is just, he's changing the narrative. He He's, mm-hmm. he's putting the focus on everything except for what's really at heart. Uh, When we look at the grassroots of what's happening here in America, he has totally missed all of those points. Um, You know, we know all cops are not bad. You know, I don't think there's nobody out here saying that. But when when you have three other officers looking on and not doing anything to stop that behavior and not only in that case, but numerous other cases, you know, there's a plethora of cases where other cops have watched on while the other ones have done something bad because of the the blue code or whatever, the boys in blue code, whatever they have. Again, Not all cops are bad, but that's what we see when our lives are being destroyed uh, on the streets. Our black men, our black women at this point, you know, everybody's losing their life. And it just, you, you can't really explain why these other cops are sitting there watching it happen. So, yeah. you know, he he just really ticks me off when he says that, and you know, I mean, he just he just a talking point. Like I said, he's just random talking points.
3: Yeah. If I could respond to Briggs, the, to sum it up, black people know this: not all cops are bad, but all cops are complicit.
4: I I agree with that. So
3: because they're all complicit. It's hard. You go back to that that interview with Ali when he uses, they try to hit him with the 100 snakes metaphor. If a 100 snakes are going through your door, but you know only two of them are actually poisonous, what do you do? And his response is, I'm going to kill them all. Yep. Because what's the actual probability? Let's get mathematical. What's the probability that the first two Snakes that I see are actually the poisonous ones, and I kill them, and everything after that is completely good. I don't know that. There's no way for me to truly know and look down at these snakes and say, That one's poisonous, that one's good. I'm going
1: to kill them all. That's the same mentality. Yeah. But yeah this this guy's he's he's all over the place if you will really he's that type of guy that if you probably meet him in person and you check him on something like this he probably might run to his car <laughs> He'd be yeah, like, uh, he
3: he would you will find some reason to leave he will he will blow up in your face or mm-hmm. find some reason to physically leave the scene yeah. if you try to check him on the intellectual mode yeah I see that see that myself
1: So let's go ahead and continue with the randomness.
5: Now there's a black father out there that cannot pay rent on the first because you dumbass people, you dirty lowdown thugs, burned down his job. And then you want to scream Black Lives Matter. You don't give a damn about black people's lives. All you care about is yourself. I have never in my life met a person that claimed they cared about somebody and at the same time they burn everything they
2: have. <laughs> if you really care about
5: somebody, why would you burn up their car? If you really care about somebody, why would you burn up their house? If you really care about somebody, why would you burn down their job? Why would you burn up a children's school? Why would you burn down a library? So now you don't want the young black children to have an education. So you burn down the black schools that don't make no sense. And you want to say black lives matter. You don't give a damn about nobody's life, but yours. These people are downright selfish. They don't care about nobody. They don't care about white people. They don't care about black people. They don't care about Hispanics. They don't care about nobody. So miss me with their bull crap that they are doing it for George Floyd. These people are using George Floyd's name in his death as an excuse to act a plum fool. People are using George Floyd's name and his death to steal and to burn down buildings. And these police officers need to lock these people up. They need to go to jail. They need to go to jail. They need to round all these thugs up and throw them in a state penitentiary. And I don't give a damn if, if, if I got to pay more taxes because we got more people in prison. These people need to go to prison. And I'm willing to pay more taxes just so they can be locked up where they belong, in a cell. That's where animals belong. These people are animals. That's how oh, animals oh, act. Oh, animals- oh, oh, uh-oh, oh you don't know
3: what like animals don't? Uh oh. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, you you, know, you felt it too. You felt it too.
4: So I, I wanted to let him finish, but go ahead, please.
5: It's
4: like, why is he trying to talk back? You know, obviously he he's picking the black audience to to try to preach to. You know, but you know, he hasn't pointed out one thing about white people or anybody else. You know, he's saying you want to say Black Lives Matter. You obviously are trying to preach to the black community, but like we said, it's not a black community thing. Last time I saw, we are in America, you know, where we all, we are all here together. So you should be preaching or trying to say something to everybody because, again, we've made the same attitude that or same point that it ain't just black people that's out there. Matter of fact, it's probably more... Mm-hmm white people doing the bad things uh, just like here in, in Tennessee you had a, a a white boy that got arrested for burning he was the one who started the fire at the uh, courthouse so who is who, who, who made him the guy to try to, to talk down to everybody <laughs> you know to talk down to black people I should say
1: right I, I, mm, uh, I'm trying to figure out when was the school burned down
3: uh, when was the library burned down? I didn't hear nothing about that neither myself.
1: I, I mean, I, I'm trying to forgot to teach you. You heard anything about school getting burned down or anything like that? Cause you're mm, not really, but, um,
0: I've heard different communities who have been totally burned down. So it would include some of those items, but specifically which city, which locale that I cannot say. But um, what I wanna say to him is that he has no original thought. There's nothing that he's just repeating what he has heard and he's stirred. And basically his whole message is, you other black people is making me, this black person look bad in front of my white friends. That's what I keep hearing from him in his message. He has no uh, race loyalty at all. And he he, he he just, as they say, a sellout, as um, B said, a coon. Um, he's not even trying to emphasize, em, em, empathize that George Floyd is the face of this protest. But this mm-hmm. face encompasses Tamir Rice. Ahmad Arbery, Trish, Trish Um, Brianna Taylor, Gay, Sandra
2: Bland,
0: Eric Gardner. He's the face of all of these people in the past, and this well, is we built can take
3: it up. A, We can take it further back. We can and take it further back.
0: That yeah, we, I mean, it goes on and on and on. But that's why yeah. I mean, if if he has cable or have a chance to look at international news, people are rallying behind this protest mm-hmm. in Paris. And I question Paris because Paris has its own racial issues yeah. with black people. People yeah. in Iran, people yeah. in, uh, what's that, Syria. Places I've that's war-torn right in now They well. don't even have any buildings standing, they decide to take an old, I think it was an underpass, part of an underpass, and they made a um, memorial to George Floyd because mm-hmm. these people understand right. what it means to be oppressed. We're talking about oppression and how people have, are at their boiling point. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. I put in a post the other day um, on Facebook, uh, one of my African friends, we're said, "Oh, you 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 black people need to calm down and, and you need don't need to um you know burn down the buildings. We need to have peace." And I say this, if you want peace, don't break the peace. If you mm-hmm. want peace, do not break the peace because once you right. break the peace, the peace is broken. It's not for me not to have peace but you broke my peace. It was your action that caused this negative energy. And I said, since the African have been on this soil, we have never known peace. You cannot name one day, one decade, one century that African-Americans have had peace in America. So to tell me to have peace now is a great misnomer because we've never had peace. We live in constant fear. We live in constant fear. As a mother with my son and my daughter, with them coming up, I had to tell them what type of behavior to have to avoid any skirmishes with the police. Stay low. I
4: think every black
3: child has had that conversation. You
0: know, yeah. So we have not known peace. We have not been free in this society, even though, quote unquote, we are free. And I'm going to tell you something about white privilege. It's a glorious thing. And it's a reason why they don't want to give it up. Because I, as an American, I have American privilege. When I travel overseas, oh, they treat me like a queen. And you can get used to that. And many times when I go, I don't even want to come back.
3: Now, T. It's it's like night and day. I'm interjecting on that one right there. When you go, when you go overseas, you don't get that love because you're an American. You get that love because you're a black American. And when they look at you they Too look and because I've had I've had that same experience myself and they've actually like some of us they told me' like look they like when we go back again to the protests they understand our plight very wholeheartedly and overall the American perception is very negative overseas and globally speaking but black Americans have a very high and favorable A perception so it's a weird dynamic they hear you from america but they see that you're black so they automatically are cool with you or very pleasant with you but i've seen white americans interact with the same overseas individuals and it's a completely it's the response that we would get in america dealing with white people and that's how it is overseas, yes,
1: so like my experience like you know and and Brad, he can uh he can chime in if you want to we we both deployed and when when I interacted with Iraqi kids, it's funny, I don't know how this kid thought I looked like Michael Jackson, but he said like, oh Michael Jackson, I thought you, I thought you was dead. I was like no no, I I'm not Michael Jackson. I would love to have his money, but no, I'm I'm not Michael Jackson. Um I mean we were looking
3: at Jackson 5 Jackson. That's what we right. were looking at. Jackson 5 yeah, I was
1: sitting there, I was looking,
3: I'm not Michael
1: Jackson. I know, but you know, just from the Iraqi people themselves, you know, they look beyond the uniform. And I had great conversations with them and all that stuff, but they interacted with people like that. But when it came to people like myself, it was like on a much like a connective, deeper level. So I can understand where mm-hmm. you're coming from, Teach. And also Johnson, Brad, did you have that same type of interaction when you was uh downrange?
4: Yeah, I did. Um it it, it shocked me actually the uh some of the Muslim ideology that, you know, has come about or whatnot because my personal interaction one-on-one with a lot of them that I was talking to over there was, like I said, very pleasant. Um, You know, it was just, it was very pleasant. So I I didn't have any issues at all. It was.
3: Uh And and it's funny y'all say that dealing with, with which y'all be both being military. And like, I come from a military uh, family. And I have a lot of friends that come from military uh, families as well. It's like talking to their parents. They've had the same um, same type of statements as well. But in respect to oh. Germany in respect to, like with well, me personally it was Japan. When I went to Japan, I got there. They immediately was talking to me fluent in Japanese. As Soon as I got out the uh, got off the airplane. Cause they were so used to seeing black people there, and seeing black people like me, they just assumed that I had been there and was like, "You, you, you yeah, you here? You look like you, you look like somebody I just seen 15 minutes ago at around the corner." So, bam, I have no idea what they're talking about, but it was like you said that that type of just automatic
1: acceptance
0: and respect.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so exactly. Teach, you, you was about to hit on a point of uh, you was but you was hit, actually hitting on a real good point. I want you to go back to that teach. Um, pri- you said white privilege, right? Because right. you you was, you was about to hit on that hard. So I, you can go mm-hmm. ahead and pick up from there. So,
0: well, w- what I was saying is that white privilege is just that. It gives you a sense uh superiority. It gives you a pass to do things that the average person can't do. Um, um, I've seen um, in in various African countries, I have seen this where uh, they can do no wrong. With white privilege, there is no wrong. They can excuse away people like... um, leopold that killed six million africans yeah he was a white man he was building up the country you know he had to do what he had to do so they excuse away the evils that they do and Mm. they're not going to give it up because it gives them a position in, in in their minds, in their communities, in, in the world. It gives them position. And I've seen African people specifically, they worship white people. They worship mm. them. And they worship them to a fault that they can see no wrong in the white man. They actually, a lot of Nigerians right now, if you ever go to a Nigerian post, oh, they are pro-Trump. They love Trump. They don't think Trump tells lies. They don't don't see through the bull crap with Trump. And they're very, um, they think that I'm a racist because I don't like Trump. I'm like, no, I don't like Trump because he's simply not qualified. I don't like Trump because he just simply is not a good person. And I said in the beginning, when he stole the election, that he was gonna do the United States exactly the way he has done his businesses. I've always said that Trump is the richest broke white man that I know. He uses he very other much people's is. money. Mm-hmm. Say that again? I didn't oh, hear he, you.
3: Oh, he is. I was agreeing with you. I was agreeing with you. He really is.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, he the richest broke white man that I know. The reason why he won't turn over his taxes is because you got no he money. hasn't made any money. <laughs> no
3: money. Look, look, black folk know he, that move. We well, black folk know balling on the budget. We we know how to act like we got more than what we really got.
0: Exactly. So we and know if that move. At his, yeah, if you know all his businesses, he gets other people to put up their money. He's bill bills all his businesses, filed banks receipts, which puts them out in the cold, but he gets to keep the property.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he right. gets to keep the property. So he he's gonna do the United States just the way he done his businesses. So he can, he can brag today, June the third, twenty twenty, that a hundred thousand people in the United States of America have died of the COVID. 19 virus he can brag that he has the highest death rate in the whole entire world He can brag that person. he has brought back under his administration The 1967 riots because they're rioting all over America, not just in Minnesota mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, all over America He yes. can he can do all this bragging and everything is negative um, I forgot I forgot the actual name but there was some discretionary fund that they authorized for him to take five hundred million dollars, and he does not have to keep account or record of how he spends that money. That is his golden parachute. He's going to take five hundred million dollars plus out of the United States Treasury.
2: That's okay. Not-
0: He does not have to give any account for not one red dime. They're writing him a blank check. So he said, okay, well, mm, to make you all bandits with me, I'm going to give everybody $1,200 if you're working. And I'll give you $600 a week if you draw unemployment. So he's making Mm -hmm. everybody have their hand in the cookie jar with him. Mm -hmm. Not knowing that he's taking the bulk of
3: the cookies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he, well, he's taking all of the cookies.
1: What do you he got the factory? Sheesh. And I love Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> he and, got the, uh, I uh, go back with, with um, what Teach
3: was talking earlier about uh, Sleeping White. When I look at this, this video right here, I'm thinking one or two things. Either you're a troll, number one, and you're just a natural contrarian who's going to voice that opposing opinion like that's where your like your true energy falls in. You have those people no matter what's going on, you got something or somebody that's going to oppose a propose an opposing thought to it. It could be something good that has no negative thought to it, but they're going to bring up a negative thought to it. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Either that or you're living white. Mm-hmm. Like she said earlier about sleeping white. Mm-hmm. You're living yep. in a, in, you're living in a land and in an area where your personal life, everything that you've heard about or everything that you've seen in movies that were based on true stories, you yourself never personally went through, and nobody in your immediate family and surrounding ever went through. So you have no direct connection mm-hmm. or focal point to attach yourself to. Because for all intents and purposes, you've been living white. Right. So the right. whole actual thought of people protesting, which may in turn lead into looting and rioting, is beyond your your personal fathom. Like it's completely out of your whole existence of consciousness. Right. That's why he's so impassioned and 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 has all this vigor about what he's saying because he honestly, at the end of the day, doesn't understand it because he has no personal connection to it other right. than what he's read in books or seen in movies.
0: Well, I, I think he's repeating um, his pillow talk.
3: Mm-hmm. Again, I he's agree with you He's repeating well.
0: his pillow talk and he's making a public announcement so his pillow talk partner can see and listen that he's making a public statement.
1: Like that's it's my approval.
0: Baby. He's seeking approval from his pillow talk partner. Mm-hmm.
3: That's my little chocolate bunny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew he was gonna get in line. Yes.
1: So we got. <laughs> so we got three minutes, and we can just go let this ride on out.
5: Don't even act like Lord that. help us. These people <laughs> are beyond animals. I know dogs that have more sense than these people.
3: Oh, come on now.
5: Don't make no sense at all. I just don't understand. And then people want to call me a coon and a uncle Tom and say, I hate black people. I'm black. I don't hate black people. (laughs) But I'm not about to sit up here and race bait. I'm not about to sit up here and say all white people are racist because that's a damn lie. But you Everybody just called all people all black people dogs, animals. did something does not make all people racist and I'm not about to sit up here and trash white people. I'm not about Didn't to sit not up say here this is I'm to pillow talk. Because Every white person we'll mess not, should it not be me. held accountable we'll for the actions of me. one white person. Everybody is their own individual person. Okay, so they should not that be held Kilo accountable. That is <laughs> talking. I don't want to hear that bull crap. That bull crap. Oh, they man. fell out, and he said, "I'm gonna make These a video." To to get back your terrible. Terrible. These okay. people burned down a police station. And let me tell y'all hmm. something here. A lot of people are not thinking of this, okay? These people burned down pharmacies. So now you have an elderly lady that cannot get her medicine because these ghetto fools burned down the pharmacy. Now you have a sick nana. Now you have cancer patients who can't get their medicine on time because these dummies burned down the pharmacy and another thing and another burning, thing, down, a burning station, down a police station that means they burned down, burn down evidence evidence <laughs> evidence that could evidence have convicted could have somebody convicted that's being accused of, being of rape but rape. now guess what now, the rape what? victim won't rape get, rape get rape justice because, because these dummies burned, burned up all the evidence
3: they burned
5: up evidence that could have locked up, somebody, have locked that up somebody. somebody that killed somebody but guess what but guess what? That person won't get that justice now. Get justice. These people are taking These away, justice, taking from other away justice from other people. They are, they are ruining, other ruining people the lives of ruining the lives of people. Life so, now people more, so now justice. more people need justice. Burning down a police station. Burning down a police station. You'd probably burned down, burn down evidence. They It could have helped. It could have helped a missing Mind. child. A missing but child. you burned down, burn down the police and station. Now they can They can't find that child. Let me get off of here. Let me get off. Of here. Me get off of okay, because I'm hitting okay, really yeah, off right yeah. now. Yeah. Y'all have a great day. Y'all
3: have
1: a great day out there. God bless out there. God bless. Y'all got me talking you to the TV. Seven, seven, <laughs> I'm a Sunday Christian ass nigga. I, uh, let me let me let me go ahead lead in. And I'm, oh, uh, I'm, I'm gonna give the floor to everybody else. <laughs> How can you contradict yourself so many times in your own argument? He just sit there and and said that these people pretending that he's not black himself saying how we're thugs, that we're dogs, that we're close to being animals. And then all of a sudden I didn't say anything. I, I didn't say, you know, it's, it's crazy. I'm sorry I had a little feedback about back by um headphones. Contradict yourself, sitting there saying you never talked bad about black people, and then talking about black people like you ain't black yourself, and then at the end say that you know, you know, I you know, I'm not saying anything bad about black people. But that's all of what you're saying, and then not to miss you ain't hitting on nothing. In the words of the late great James Brown, one of my favorite songs, talking loud and saying nothing. I give up the floor to y'all.
0: And Briggs, I, I began he, to feel booker. shit in my throat as he spoke. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just want to just cut it off because it's it, it's only so much pollution that you should be able to take into your system. And I don't know how he has six million views, but then again, you know,
2: you
1: know social
0: why. media, I don't
1: know. You you know why.
2: And I and I bet like you those know, six
0: million views were not people of color. It was people <laughs> mm-hmm. that that loved to hear that message. But the thing is, is that what I see in him, his overall characteristic, he he is a follower. He does not have any self-identification. He has no self-love, no self-determination. So therefore, everything that he said, he was programmed. Somebody on, you know. Hugged up on the pillow, yeah, baby. <laughs> Put all that into him, and he had to repeat it publicly to prove a point that he understood what they were saying, where they were coming from, and he was letting them know it's not me, it's them, and don't associate me with them. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm not a part of them, so. <laughs> He just, he. I want to write him a letter, dear self. Let me see me in 20 years. Will I have the same one pillow talk partner pumping that garbage into me? And two, will I have grown up, dear self? Let me see myself in 20 years because I hate the fact that he called them thugs ghetto. Well, not just thugs, but ghetto thugs. (laughs) Then he called them dogs and animals, but all white people are not bad. Well, all black people are not bad. And if you listen to the media, anything, you will see that a lot of this looting and the one that um, that um, started to fire at the police station, it was three white guys.
3: Mm-hmm. Every riot but, you know, I had been, I've seen riot.
4: started had been by white folk. Yeah. Well, I agree with you i i i wanted to make a video like this when uh when all those white folks was out there winning or when uh some uh, some hockey team won or you know some some yeah. you know the Boston, uh, or whatever you know i wonder is he Boston making videos you know it's it's just heartbreaking to go back what she said you know and i think that's the worst kind of negro when you have somebody that self hates And talk down to black people, you have no loyalty to the black community. That's the worst kind of Negro, first of all. Yeah. And so to me, you know, I just have, I'm just totally just disgusted at him and anyone who can talk down on black folk like we don't know any better, like we just dogs and don't know any better to, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. I'm just, I'm just appalled right now, honestly, (laughs) at that whole. His statement. I'm just appalled.
1: He he just. Uh, I would say he's the house Negro. He he he's yeah. the one to be like you know, mm-hmm. master. You know, he gave me. He said y'all y'all treat the master. Who said it best? I'm not gonna be paraphrasing. But
3: is, is Sam Jackson and Django.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like Malcolm X said. I'm paraphrasing what he said. He said you got the field Negro and you got the house Negro. When the master said. Mm-hmm. The house Negro, he's like, oh, I hope Master gets well, you know, you know, I hope, hope, he, hope, hope he pulls through, and you got the field Negro man. No, we I, sick, Master. We sick.
0: <laughs> the yeah, we sick say, so when shit. the Master is sick, the
1: house Negro say, <laughs> we sick,
0: Master.
1: We sick. I knew, yeah. And then the field Negro is like, nah, I hope he died. <laughs> like I said, I'm paraphrasing. Exactly. But I hope, exactly. I hope it's serious. <laughs> yeah, and how bad the call? <laughs> yeah, so just just to see that we got people that look like us, they're out there, they out there getting a lot of money because I guarantee you, he's probably going to get a deal. He's probably probably gonna get on the freaking Fox News or gonna go on the um OAN. He's uh, going he's gonna, he's gonna get, I won't say he's gonna go that
3: far. He's gonna get some kind of benefit. Oh yeah. Now, I will say. For him to get that far depends on how how much he's willing to continue videos of that level. How long can you consist at that level? If he's willing to keep that Uncle Ruckus, Django, Sam Jackson up that long, that high,
4: then yeah, yeah, you'll see him on some MSNBC, <laughs> sir. He, he's oh. not articulate hey. enough to get a platform that big, like uh and, Candace Cohen and, yeah. and, and uh uh officer tatum you know even though they're ignorant as hell you know he he'll yeah. never get that platform that big
3: but you he, know who he would be you know who in the being not he, to disrespect this man he would be Stephen A smith yes Stephen A smith Stephen A Smith is the contrarian of the show they could be talking about somebody that is good and you have no reason like the, for example the Jordan they be like hyping everybody else, hyping up George. He's the only one that probably would be like, George wasn't even nice that game. Like during that season, such and such actually scored such and such points. Like, why you want to be the hater? But somebody has to be the hater. Mm-hmm. Somebody has to give you a so. reason to love. And you, in a morbid sense, you could take it as that's what he's doing. Like, he's going to – he's playing the character.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I'm giving the boy the benefit of a doubt. He's playing the Uncle Ruckus role. He's he's being the Uncle Tom Sambo Coon to give you more of a reason to say, Black Lives Matter. Mm. Maybe he's being paid for it. Maybe he's doing it, you know, for, for the cause. Mm. And, you know, he's the dark knight that we need. Maybe it's the liquor talking right now, and I'm just trying to give this boy praise. I don't know. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Um but the point is, it seemed his his message was a rant. Basically, and exactly. That's he, what I'm just about it, to say. I don't know it's if he always point. gets six million views. I don't know if that's normal for mm. him or I, I, I is, do my research. You know,
1: I do my research on okay.
0: Mm. And um, <laughs> but what I'm looking at with the fact that he got six million views, that if he would have taken his time to use his brain and come up with some solid arguments with that same passion. And if instead of calling them dumb Negroes, ghetto Negroes, he can say, Come on, brothers and sisters, let's talk about this. We're doing some things that's that's not really in our favor.
4: No, exactly. and these are you the things say even that we're doing. I'm not the one starting it
3: we might not be starting it don't mean we have to in include ourselves just because you see a white person bust the window open and take a, uh, take a 50 inch don't mean you have to indulge yourself because let's be real as black people, that would be the moment when the camera pop up or a camera pops up and catches you coming out with the 50 inch instead of the white
1: person coming out with the seventy. So, he is Mm -hmm. actually, um, he's a comedian. I agree with (laughs) you. Comedian. (laughs) He has uh, 1.4. He He got 1.4 million people that follows him, and he got 703,000 that likes him. I don't think he's that much of a good comedian, because I never heard of him. (laughs) So, he's very he do got a very right-wing conservative outlook, because I'm seeing one of his videos right now. He does have on a... um, Make America Great Again hat. And I think that's all right. I can uh, say yeah. about I'm that. I'm you that.
3: that, <laughs>
0: that, that so, that's so more he more hope he, this
3: revolve a joke.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, it was a rant. It was raw emotion. But the thing that he never acknowledged is that as individuals, that kinship and that kith we feel with George. When he cried out for his mama, I felt that. I am a mother. I was sick, almost unto death with this COVID virus. I called out for my mama. There's a place that sickness or illness or feeling like you're getting ready to die. There's a place you that you go, mama. and I called out for my mama. So when I saw that I've man call out for myself. his mama, I felt that. I felt mm-hmm. that. I felt that. So he doesn't even give any um, empathy for George himself or any of those that die at the hand of vigilantes or police brutality, unjustified deaths. He doesn't give anything to that because, like I said, his whole thing was to distance himself from other black people. And that in itself is a problem, mm-hmm. but he, his message is, I hate you for being black. I hate being black and associated with you because I sleep white. You're messing up my pillow talk. I have to come on this forum and really act like I'm mad to prove to my white partner that I'm not like the rest of these black people, so I am going to demean them. I'm going to dog them out. I'm going to criticize them. I'm going to call them animals. I'm going to call them dogs. And Mm -hmm. only thing that he has accomplished is calling himself those things. And that Mm -hmm. takes you into self-loathing. He loathes the fact that he has brown skin. He loathes Mm -hmm. the fact He worships white. Now y'all can fact check and find out, and I could be totally wrong, but my intuition tells me it's up in the mix.
1: Right. (laughs) I got you. (laughs) Uh, I'm not gonna go that deep into his page because all the stuff (laughs) that I've seen up on there so far, I I do not like. He does got a, a following, maybe a cult following for the right, but on the level of, like, let's say, um, Bill Bellamy, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry, but uh, but going back to his platform, see, obviously, nobody I never even heard of his name. Y'all never heard of him as him being a comedian. No, I know I haven't,
3: but thank god he a comedian, <laughs> right? And so, could so he, he can you know,
0: take him as a joke? Yes,
3: basically, exactly. You and, can now you can now go back and look at that video and not and laugh at yourself for feeling like him. this nigga was really serious. Right. Like this a nigga you got to kill. Like if right. the race war if the race war jumped off tonight and you saw that video, you would have looked at yourself like, well I got to find this nigga and kill him. Mm-hmm. You know well, that, we we can't have niggas like this out here. Like no no like no. It's like mm-mm. like that's. Cause I'm pretty sure out of them six million views, a a good couple of folks felt like felt to that degree. Mm -hmm. Like you can't just you say things of that nature, and put yourself out there with that type of perception. You're going when you want to hit a nerve. The problem with hitting the nerve is some people's nerves are more sensitive than others. Mm -hmm. So you can hit the same nerve. Like out of all four of us. I might be the only one that responds to a higher level than everybody else because my nerves are a little bit more sensitive. Mm-hmm. And that might be because of my upbringing. So you say things of that nature and I hear you. I'm like, I might have to see you bro because you can't be around here when, when it really hit the fan and you know we got to link up. Right. You know, we can't have people like you around here because you talking this way? That really let me know if it really became down between white versus black. You on their side, yeah. And, and
0: then he'll find out that they not on his side, and that's the that's exactly. the most rude awakening. Mm-hmm.
1: That's the, <laughs> that's the that comedy he can get, though. but mm-hmm. but right. that happens every day. <laughs> exactly. That that happens every day. Like I, I like I be once again on my show for the longest Excuse see me. where your standing is say something that you disagree with um who's that one columnist and i'm i keep bringing up fox more than anything it's crazy um who's that one black guy the only one black guy i had his Don name Lennon? no Don Lemon's on cnn but the only black guy okay. on the five on fox he's the only one and for the first time i, I watched fox I yeah <laughs> He, he um he used to be terrible, but people gotten so like more conservative than him, he's just like the token black guy, and makes him seem more liberal when he's conservative. But this the point that I'm trying to make here is that this man when he says the wrong things that I agree with, the whole table turns on him. Like it's it's crazy. They always like I think it's one time when they was talking about you know socialism, and he said it may not be a bad idea, maybe let's give it a try. And the whole table turns on him completely. It's if you want to know where your standing is with somebody, say something different than what they're saying. See if they agree with you and see if they're gonna stand with you and be like, you know what, okay, you, you got a good point. Nine times out of ten, it's not going to end good for you. And then also for its platform, y'all forgot two two prominent I – mean, I, I damn, I shouldn't even use that word. I use that term loosely. Diamond and Silk. They are very highly unintelligent. And they had a show. They had a YouTube show. They still got it. Then they got on the freaking um, Fox uh, – that Fox app. And then, was it two weeks ago they got kicked off?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I,
4: I think, didn't even
0: know they had one until they got kicked off. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I I say, that's
4: how you know. and uh, Polyester. That's their nickname. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, they.
1: I can see him taking that spot, but he's going to need somebody prominent on the right that is like, got a lot of pull to put him on that pedestal. But we wouldn't know wow. from here but i mean if he does get that type of clout it's we we need to start doing more shows like this so we can have some like hey you may be going to the top but i'm going to tell you it's going to be tough and we're going to check you, you on know. everything so we came to you the know. end of the yeah. show so any final thoughts
3: uh, i feel like overall um. we need to Go back to focus on the main objective being George Floyd and focus on the narrative. The narrative is police brutality, unjust death, and just government acknowledged and accepted racism. That's the narrative. That's the main points we need to stick by and focus on and keep our minds attached to when we go out here and do and live our lives. Mm. If you're going to protest, that's what you need to be protesting about. If your heart says you need to loot, well, that's what you need to be looting about. I don't see no purpose in it myself, but hey, teach they own. Mm. Teach, you got anything?
0: Um, I just want to say that It is my hope that throughout the protests that um, the communities can come together and actually practice and imbibe diversity. And they will build a community that everybody can claim is theirs, where no one will feel like an outsider in their community. I think that uh, our nation as a whole—I've um, been hearing people saying, "Oh, America the Great has fallen," and it looks like it to me. But I, I, everything sometimes the bottom has to fall out. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the old systems, the old way of thinking, um, the old way of doing things. Sometimes. A great change has to come. Yeah. And this is this is a moment that we can take advantage to have quote unquote that great America defining what we think as that great America, not what Trump is proposing because we know what he's proposing. And that's not good for all Americans. But if we can de- de- design A new community, one by one, with a new mindset to include all Americans, where we're working together, where everybody is included, then I think all of this is worth it. The looting versus protesting, I totally agree with the protesting. I do not agree with the infiltrators and the agitators creating this chaos with the looting but it's part of all there in war we are at war and with war you have the casualties but after the war we have to rebuild and that's where i think we're going to come to rebuilding the america that we want
4: gotcha. right what you got short and sweet as usual uh
3: <laughs>
4: we have to you know keep God first uh pray and and just remember that we have to have open dialogue with one another in order to hear one another you know be willing to be open to what the other side is saying um not saying we got to listen to foolishness but you know be willing to hear them out and hopefully they can hear us out um you know it's not one sided it's it's a two-way street when we have these conversations so Hopefully we can all come together as one, have some real conversations uh, in order to understand where each other are coming from. So, you know, like I said, we are at war and and there's going to be some casualties along the way, but it'll be for the greater good. That's all I got. Gotcha.
1: Um, First of all, I'd like to thank people for um, commenting, watching the show, and also like to thank y'all for uh, being my host and everything. Um, So now it's on me. My final thought is this. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care if you lean left, lean right, you're moderate, um, liberal, conservative, whatever, libertarian, progressive. Don't change the narrative of this. Because if you're talking about looting, the rioting, more than the reason why it's happening, you are the problem. You cannot say that I'm, you know, all lives matter or black lives matter when you say things like that. The narrative of this and where it always should stay there was a man killed, not killed, murdered. That was basically the straw that broke the camel's back of what's been going on for decades, gone on for centuries, let's be clear. Probably crimes that we don't even know that's going on right now that we don't even know that's not at the surface, but goes deeper. So when you hear somebody, when you go to your work, when you go to your job, when you go, let's say you're talking to, you know, talking to your white friends or your Asian friends, whoever. And this subject comes up and all they can talk about is the rioting. Two things you can do. One, you could just question your friendship and walk away or two, be a good, have, see if they're a good friend so they can hear you out and be like, what you're saying is wrong. Because by you saying, by you worrying about rioting looting You're taking away my experience as a black man or black woman whatever. We are friends, that's cool. But at the end of the day, when you forget my struggles and knowing that you get to live and every day I have to survive, we have nothing in common. You're not a friend at all. You're just somebody that's in a company with a black man or black woman, well, I put it like this. You happen to be associated with somebody that's black. That's what it always comes down to. And to all the people that are not black, as, as you can see on the show, if you do have black friends, which I, which I doubt, I know y'all got black friends or people that you associate yourselves with that are black, have a conversation with them. Ask the question. Even the ones that they're afraid to even talk about race, make them talk about it. Tell them how they feel on a daily basis and sit back and listen to them. Be like, I'm not going to judge you. I just want to know. I just want to listen. I want to know because every day I don't deal with the same things you do. I may not believe in white privilege, but if you feel that I'm privileged, I want to know how I'm privileged. That's These are questions you should ask including for interracial relationships as well as mine is, because me and my girlfriend, we had had our talks about it. She was almost in freaking tears to what was happening in the past. So y'all should be having conversations and it's more of the black person doing the talking and the other, the partner, should be doing more of the listening. And that would do it for the show, ladies and gentlemen. I want to ask all three of y'all, are y'all able to uh, do this all over again? Cause this is going to be a series that I'm going to start because I feel like the news is not telling outside as they should. And I was wondering if y'all will come back same time on Friday. I'll be here. Yeah. All right. I'll be here. I'll be
0: here.
1: Yeah, because yeah. we, we need our voices heard, and not only just us, but people that are watching the show that want to ask questions or put get their inputs, too, because to let y'all know, people that hasn't been watching were many different races that was watching this show, and that's what we need. This is more than just a discussion. This is us saying what is going on. This is from our view, and you just need to sit down and listen. And then also, there's nothing wrong with you putting down your comments and saying how you feel. But this is the time where you should just sit down and just be like, Hey, I'm here to learn. So, but I do appreciate all three of y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all so much. This has been the Alabante Show Fade to Black series. Once again, thank you, Teacher Anita Joe. Beast Johnson, thank you so much. And once again, Alan Bragg. Thank you for tuning in. Um, but most of all, ladies and gentlemen, there's still COVID-19 out there. Please stay safe, stay inside, get hand sanitizer, put your mask on, whatever, stay safe. There's still disease out there, stay safe. Any other things I wanna add before we head on out?
3: Uh, thanks for having me on.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, most definitely. We'll be back Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Same bat time, same bat channel. Thank you, Dan. Thank you everybody for having the comments and watching the show. Thank you so, so very much. We are outro. Catch Your y'all story. later. Um,
3: <laughs>
1: Catch y'all later. This been real. Y'all.
3: Good, Bye, y'all. Hey. Bye.